Hello, everybody. I just want to give a formal welcome to the podcast of You've Never Seen. So for the first past last month episode in this one, these ones are kind of considered as pilot episodes. Um, the next one coming up of Moulin Rouge is actually going to be a bit more structured. We're changing up some of the format and... Um, Hopefully, those ones will be a little bit better and we'll continue to get better as we go. So, with that, on with the show. It was the turn of the century, and the Coen brothers had already created a rap sheet of unique, original twists on genre movies and motifs. From the redneck crime film of Raising Arizona, 40s psychological thriller of Barton Frink, a crime thriller set in the Midwest of Fargo, and of course, a case of mistaken identity leading to a wacky adventure of the big Lebowski. So what was next for the Brothers? What classic genre could they turn on its head? Why, Greek mythology, of course, and not just any Greek mythology, but of the Odyssey itself, pairing with both period and original bluegrass melodies, which led to the rejuvenation of the genre's popularity, a setting and characters designed straight out of the Grapes of Wrath, the Coen brothers continued their still prosperous century of uh, incredible display of introducing multiple past elements to the populations of the present. In today's episode, I am joined by a full cast of Alan Torres, Derek McDuff, and the bro, Sergio Ortiz. So let's jump into it. doing good good just doing well now so we're going to be talking about um excuse me oh brother where art thou it was my it was actually derek's choice and i mm -hmm. am i right in saying that i was the only one that had seen this before yeah i think all so all right yeah. awesome we're gonna have some good um good conversation today so so yeah so this is a Co my favorite Coen Brothers movie. Um, it's actually one of the first that I've actually watched. Um, of the Coen Brothers movies, I it's been since since it came out. Um, and immediately fell in love with it. It's it's just such a unique movie. And then looking back, just right now we have like a Coen Brothers book. And just seeing how many different types of movies the Coen Brothers have made and that I wasn't really knowledgeable about and which I now want to be knowledgeable about. It's just kind of insane that, that yeah, uh, you know, these two brothers create have created movies from about, you know, uh, bowlers that kind of stumble upon um, mistaken identity to... Uh, Oscar-winning movies about um, another mistaken identity and, and th identity theft and with um, No Country for Old Men and True Grit and A Simple Man and all these other, like, going... A whole spectrum of movies going from, like, the insane with, with The Big Lebowski to the more grounded of... Of like and dramatic and suspenseful of no country for old men, and and things like that. So, but this was my first Coen Brothers movie, and 
it just grasps me like from the beginning with the especially for about the music which I'll I'll talk to you guys about a bit later but yeah for me it's an amazing movie so for you guys what did you guys think uh Sergio you want to go first uh well it was my first time watching it and I am a fan of the Coen brothers especially Hail Caesar and going back and watching this, it was it was a pretty fun movie. And knowing that it was the Coen Brothers going into it, I think just yeah, and especially with Hail Caesar, like this is the first movie that George Clooney did with the, with the Coen Brothers. Yeah. And then like I I want we've already discussed me and Derek about Hail Caesar, and we'll probably like discuss that on our other podcast with the underrated podcast. But because yeah. we that's a pretty underrated Coen Brothers movie, but it's kind of understandable like. With all these like movies that Conan Brothers have, that things could kind of be, go under the radar and be underappreciated. I I don't know about maybe I guess, but I just thought it was because I was not that big of a Conan Brothers fan. But I did really like this movie and how the pacing and the feel of it just going through. Well, obviously it's a it's like a retelling of the Odyssey. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest fucking surprise. I had no <laughs> yeah. idea. Oh yeah, that was the yeah. only thing I knew about it really. Mm-hmm. That is the Odyssey in like the old South. Yeah, so like me and Derek watched it together, like remotely, and um, and basically like he was like, oh, so there's there's a Cyclops. I'm like, uh huh, and there's the yeah. sirens. Yep, and <laughs> that yeah, legit. I was like, um, well, let's do reference and then I'll go on my thing. Oh well, I just thought it was it's very enjoyable and very it's a very fun watch, uh, just seeing these boys go through the South and living through the Odyssey in the South and especially George Clooney's character. Which George Clooney, like I've said it before, but like he's he's a great actor and stuff like that, but there's something that comes out of him in Coen Brothers movies that I found with this and with Hail Caesar where it kind of creates, he, he has such like vitality and vibrance to him in these movies that it just grasps you in a different way and you kind of like are taken by surprise because George Clooney's like in, in other movies has been like kind of serious and like just straightforward straight man and in, in the Coen Brothers movies he's kind of been able to with with um Everett and with the character in Hail Caesar kind of like been able to let loose and become this kind of just not dumb dumb but like just this kind of like simpleton guy who mm-hmm. who just kind of like acts really really smart he's a smart guy but he's not as smart as he thinks yeah exactly, exactly. uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i, I do want... appreciate oh i'm sorry <laughs> just before you go back into it i just want to say on that note um like i think that the coen brothers really are able to get a good performance out of him because of their kind of like style like kind of quip 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 that's hard to say <laughs> quick quippy writing where he's got these kind of like little like jokes that a lot some of them go over your head the only other time i've seen like him like a director able to get that performance out of him is probably steven soderbergh in the oceans movies otherwise it's usually just kind of like pretty generic george clooney like he's good but like these are like the coen brothers really are able to get this performance out of him that is unlike anything he's my cat just opened my door and came to say hello by the way so <laughs> yeah you kind of get um senses of of that george clooney too and like the descendants with but that's also because jim rash is like and 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 his partner writing partner is writing yeah and just that kind of 
I think, I think, yeah, I, 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 my kind of assessment in that case is that George Clooney is pretty good in subtle comedic roles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that lightheartedness feeling mm -hmm. of the movie, and you could tell that it was just nice and fun making it, and it definitely translates to watching it, which makes it more fun to watch, which, like I said, I do appreciate. So, Alan, what were you gonna say? So, pretty much, I liked it. It was pretty dope. Nobody, I don't know how nobody had ever told me it was based on the the Odyssey, which I'm not gonna lie. If you had told me that whenever it came out, like more than ten years ago, probably, I would have been like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'll watch it." But like, I always kind of thought of it as like the Coen Brothers. I've always been very kind of like, yeah, they're cool. Like, I I think they're a little overhyped sometimes because like it's always like a banger after banger after banger and like i, I saw you know big lebowski and i was like oh big like they, i'm always like oh that's cool like like it, you know i guess the whole point of this show is being like oh you know you haven't seen that and a lot of the time for me is coen brother movies where they're like you haven't seen big lebowski you haven't seen fargo and like i i get to them and i'm like oh yeah they're, they're cool they're all right like i'm always kind of like oh it's not as as big as I thought, but this one definitely I enjoyed a lot just because of the whole Odyssey aspect as well. I really dug the the book when I read it back in high school, so I want to reread it again. After watching it, I'm like, damn, I want to re reread it, but I love looking at the characters like, you know, George Clooney, I'm like, oh, Odysseus, the, the other two are his soldiers, you know, the sirens, and then John Goodman is a cyclops. So I was like, oh my fucking God, that's so dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm wondering if there was... Cause I, I am pretty sure. Yeah, I read the Odyssey like a like a long time ago, almost yeah, like more than ten years now. But so there's things that I was like, in this rewatch that I did of is that from the Odyssey? Is that from the Odyssey? And kind of like I was trying to read through and see like the different um parts of the Odyssey before this, and I was like now wondering, oh, are the, the the people getting baptized is that part of something in the odyssey that i just can't remember mm, i i feel maybe yeah. but also like i noticed um they were kind of putting like it felt like it was like american lore mm -hmm. like from mm -hmm. southern american oh, yeah. or Amer united states southern lore mm -hmm. and like, like the odyssey like odyssey. like when um tommy yeah. he, he gets introduced i was like i don't remember like a random person joining in the Odyssey, I just remember Odysseus and his soldiers just always getting caught up in shit. So, I, and then Tommy's like, "Oh, I sold my soul to the devil." So I was like, "Boom! That's that's American lore. That's just you know, the 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 whole like you know, a you, you were at a crossroads and you sold your soul your sold your soul to the devil to be able to play music well or whatever like for the blues." Yeah. So going. So off I thought that, that was cool. Yeah. So going off of that, um, there are actually um, intertwined in this. Um, American, um, I wouldn't say tall tales because they're real people, but like, mm -hmm. um, folk, but folk heroes, folk heroes, mm -hmm. folk heroes yeah. So, lore, you yeah. have, um, the Tommy who was actually a real, um, guitar player and was so good and and kind of came up with that, um, that, uh, selling his soul about himself. Crossroads. Mm -hmm. He sold his soul to, um, to a devil at a crossroads, and that's where they actually pick him up, which is. Very cool. And um, also, um, Pappy O'Donnell, oh, 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 Pappy, the governor, um, he was a real governor 
of not of Mississippi but of Texas and um he was he had gained uh popularity through through the through the um radios so that's that was true too and then you also have um I'm missing one more person oh a uh, baby, oh, baby face. face yeah baby face who he yeah so who was he I was actually like he was I was a, like man yeah, yeah, it's right? a bank yeah, Nelson, he's the one of those people that I actually knew, like, going into the movie. I was like, oh, I've heard of Babyface. Like, like they're like, oh, this gangster Nelson was like, like, Babyface Nelson? Like, so, yeah, he was the one, like, true, like, kind of character in it that I, like, recognized initially. Yeah, so he basically was, yeah, a bank robber and, and stuff. But... Yeah, also going off of that is um, with the Americana, the, the, I want to talk about the music and how it, it actually is very, um, of, its, of the time that this, this story takes place and they kind of kept that and mixed, and mixed in with, within the movie both original um, recordings such as um, Big Rock Candy Mountain at the beginning of the movie and um, also from modern day uh, folk singers and country singers like Alison Cross and and um, a couple others. So, and and it actually because of this movie and the sound, the soundtrack got extremely popular, and it caused them to actually not just go on tour with this music also win a grammy for um album of the year for country music for country music album of the year at the grammys and um another award at the cma awards so and, and as well this this marked the first collaboration of the coen brothers and t-bone um barrett who burnett who would actually go on to collaborate with them again in in Inside Lewin Davis, and they would actually do a similar thing with that music and, and create a, con a concert, too, That's that's been pretty good. But. Nice. Yeah, well, um, I'll get into it now, too, because, uh, you know, this is definitely, like, when you brought up the podcast, like, oh, we're going to, like, I've got this new idea for a podcast, and it's the movies, like, that you feel like you should have seen that are, like, these kind of, like, iconic pop culture movies and this was, you know, like when I saw, when I was thinking, of, you asked, what do you want to do? I was like, let's do Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Because this is a movie that I've always wanted to watch. I'm a really big fan of the Coen brothers, um, like especially their comedies that are a little more absurdist. Um, like Burn After Reading, I think is fucking hilarious. Um, we already talked about how I love Hail Caesar. And I think that's kind of, you know, one of the movies that not a lot of people have seen that should check it out. But of course, the biggest one for me is The Big Lebowski. I... I've seen The Big Lebowski so many times. I love that movie. Like, Jeff Bridges in that movie is iconic. So I was like, I've got to see Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I don't know how I've gotten this far without seeing it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I wouldn't say that it's in the upper echelon of Coen Brothers movies for me. Um, but I still did really enjoy it. Like Alan was saying, I really love the angle of it being a, a retelling of the Odyssey but through Southern Americana, instead of, you know, you the, the Cyclops, you've got, like, you know, John Goodman with an eye patch, and he's in the KKK and stuff like that. And then you Can have we all say these that, kind of yeah, like, him catching that 
the Confederate flag was just like insane. And then, yeah. oh yeah, this and, then, and then you, Derek, was like, "Wait, no, he has to die." And then, then, then the the tower, the, or the cross. cross, falls right on top. I'm like, "Yeah, there you go." Like just yeah, like the he, Odyssey. Yeah, when he gets away, I was like, "Wait, the, the, they killed the Cyclops in the Odyssey." Like, what's going on? Yeah, that's the first but, thing I did too. Like, I was like, I remember they fought him, and then I I could have sworn they defeated him and like yeah. stabbed him in the eye. And no, then he's like, then nobody like, attacked me or whatever. How does he? Yeah, and I was like, but how does he die in the Odyssey? And like, yeah, he's yeah. crushed by, by the boulder that that um, guards his or closes his um, cave. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he get crushed. And, and you know, me being like, um, you know, like a like a, uh, I'm a really, really big fan of mythology. Like, I love to study that stuff. I, mm-hmm, you know, too. like I was a lit major in college, and I took a mythology co- uh, course. And so I read, you know, like the Odyssey and Jason, the Argonauts and all that stuff. And so like, I was, you know, really into it and it's been forever. So I probably missed a lot of the parallels too. But when I did catch them, I thought it was cool. Like I was, um, at the beginning I was kind of like, oh, they're going to get a treasure. I was like, in the Odyssey, he's going to, he's got to go get to his wife, you know, before Mm -hmm. she, she keeps, she turns down 108 suitors. That's got to get to his wife, Penelope. And, you know, so I'm like, okay, what's going on? And then, okay, of course, I'm like, okay, they got it. They, he's got, getting back to his wife, of course, named Penelope, which is, you know, it's, you know, I thought it was a really cool kind of, like, she's really great. Um, Kira Sedgwick, right, Blazer? No, Holly Hunt. No, Holly, Holly Hunt. I always get them confused. Um, yeah. Holly Hunt, yeah, she's, she's great. Everybody in it is really great. Um, but, yeah, I, I honestly would really have to recommend this movie to anybody it's free on IMDb TV right now if you guys want to watch it, if you don't mind watching some commercials. I think it's also on Voodoo as well. Oh, that's, what, sorry, it that's Voodoo, what it was, Voodoo. Uh, I the commercials. It yeah, but no, really, really great film, really funny, really smart. George, maybe one of my favorite George Clooney performances ever. Um, makes me want to really go and watch all the other Coen Brothers movies that I just haven't gotten around to seeing yet. But yeah. Yeah, so definitely probably um, touch base on Hell Caesar in our other show, and I was I was surprised to find that this movie actually had um, mixed not well mid midway reviews as well, um, but I think because of word of mouth and because of such the the great music that uh, the soundtrack and how popular the soundtrack got, this movie kind of gained more notor notor. Notoriety. Notoriety. Sorry. And um yeah. That song is a banger. Like that Mm -hmm. I'm not usually like a like kinda I don't really like twangy music that much, but that was fucking good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Jeff it was one it's I've had the record since the well, I've had it on my iPod or or phone since Yeah, when the clan started singing the chant. And then the Grandmaster Wizard came out with that freaking Yeah, I was like, damn. Yeah. It's just, it's incredible music, and especially if you want to hear the music of, of America, and, and it's definitely one to to listen to just for that, and just to hear, it gets a slice of, Amer- a pure slice of Americana, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's what I love about Coen Brothers movies, too, is that they just, they, well, movies like this, where they just, it's about the feeling in the world, mm-hmm. and the, the, the look of it and the way it sounds and the way the people look and the way that they talk and everything it's just like the the culture that they they capture really well yeah and it, and especially if you do end up liking this movie and, or do like this movie and you haven't seen inside lewin davis it is kind of darker on the darker side of a story um 
but the music, like I said before, is done by the same same um, songwriter composer um, of T T Bone Burnett and, and as well as Mumford, um, uh, Marcus Mumford. And oh, um, okay. Yes. Well, yeah. You just you just triggered my hipster hotspot right there. Yeah. No, it's incredible music, and especially like it's if you like Oscar Isaac as well. From Ex Machina and Poe Dameron from Star oh, Wars. Um, I know what you're talking about now. I may or may not have a giant cutout of him. I may or may not have a giant cutout of him in my uh, living yeah. room. So that tells you. <laughs> he has such, he has a very incredible voice that no one not no one really knows about unless they watched Inside Lewin Davis or Ten Years. Um, so he's amazing. It, it just his voice is amazing in it, and as well as I recommend watching the the concert that they put on with that too. It has the Punch Brothers, who who's another band that I oh, love. Oh, nice. So that I'm I'm throwing out on top of uh throwing out some good um movie recommendations. We'll throw out some good music recommendations mm-hmm. once in a while. Yeah. Um. The one thing I do want to say is like, for for me, I, I liked it. It's an enjoyable movie. Um, I don't know. How, I I I know you guys like the Coens more. Uh, the one thing I will say is it's very Coen Brothers esque. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I won't lie. Sometimes it's kind of meh for me. Like, like uh, I guess it's just one of those. Like you know, you watch Spielberg. Spielberg has this thing. Tarantino has this thing. Venture, everybody, they have their thing. And like Coen Brothers, I don't know what it is. Their thing, I'm always kind of like, it's always very like, hmm. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. That's my only thing with it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call it like, you know, a breakout hit or anything. It is a great movie. But for me, it just has that like, like all the scenes that were funny. I was just kind of like, huh. Like, that was my only thing with it. Um. That I guess it's just the Cohen's humor for me never like matches Big Lebowski, Fargo. Um, what was it? The the Ballad of Buster. What is it? Oh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Ba- Buster Scruggs. That, that one was good too. That's because that's like a of, um, of um, whose whose birthday it is right now. Um, what's his name? Uh, Buster Scruggs. Yeah, Buster Scruggs. What's his name? Oh, oh um, Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, it's his birthday. Today. Mr. Pendanski. Yeah, um, it's it's also um, He's in his Minority first Report his the first mark of singing. Oh yeah. he has a really good singing voice too. Yeah, I agree with I agree with that one. Yeah, too, a little yeah. Bit because I'm, it's for yeah, it's just like the very quirky thing that translates to all the Cohen movies. Well, a lot of them like in that are like this, and it's that very it's a lot to do with the pacing as well, where it's just like the movement of the of the movie, and like at times it could just be kind of jarring, and just how. It's like, oh, this is familiar, and oh, this is okay, and then it just kind of goes from one scene to the next, and like, it, it works sometimes, but other times it doesn't. I feel like it works better in Hell Caesar than it did in this movie, because Hell Caesar, it was like the quickness of the pace, kind of, well, yeah, and with like the day in the life of kind of aspect to it. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that in another podcast. <laughs> so yeah, it's like. I can see how the times where it works and times where it just doesn't, but I think that's my opinion on it too. So I, I agree with Alan in that respect as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, definitely check it out. I mean, um, like I said, that's my only thing. It's just the Cohen S stuff where I'm like, eh, it doesn't, doesn't hit me too well sometimes. But 
It's great. Like George Clooney, John Goodman steal the show for me. Uh, everyone has great performances, but those two, I'm like, I, I was I was loving it. The only thing is I really wish someone had told me it was based on the Odyssey because I would have watched it in a heartbeat just because, like, I love mythology, like the gods and all that, like, you know, Norse, Greek, Roman, whatever. Like, I just eat that shit up. So, yeah, and then it's kind of fun, too, trying to, like, like I think the fun part of it, though, is trying to be, like, Oh, what character is that? What's this? Oh, I think I think the governor's Zeus, right? This guy's beside him. Mm -hmm. So that kind of made it a lot more fun and made it more oh, like interactive. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I yeah. kind of had a look at that. That's the a... Poseidon thing, because Poseidon was like, fuck you, Odysseus. Yeah, oh, pretty yeah. much. Which also, I like that his name was Ulysses, because that's <laughs> yeah, the Ulysses. Roman version of, uh, of Odysseus, and then, of course, his wife being named Penny or Penelope, which is something Lost also did. There's a lot of cool stuff with Lost and Desmond and Penny that's based on the Odyssey, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, it was really funny that, like, the bad, the governor, the gun, the, the candidate named Homer. So that's yeah, the he's a fucking, he, he's a, a grand wizard or whatever. Yeah. That made me laugh. I was like, what do you guys got against Homer? He wrote it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was thinking, I was like, oh, Homer's the bad guy? Okay, I'm that's like, weird. Okay, I guess that's their, their humor, but yeah. <laughs> That'd be like if, like in the Great Gatsby 2013 movie, like when they added that that framing story, if like Leonardo DiCaprio or I mean uh, Tobey Maguire was like talking to that guy and he's like, he was like, "Oh, you're kind of a dick." Well, my name is F. Scott Fitzgerald. It was kind of weird. <laughs> oh, you're like okay, and then you just hear well, what's that like Kanye West song blasting and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That song was pretty good though. I actually uh, like the Great Gatsby twenty thirteen movie. Yeah, I like I, I like I'm uh I was a fan of when the XX was playing in that movie. But <laughs> uh, yeah. But glad you guys liked it. And I'm glad you finally seen it. And um or can join the ranks of all the other people who've seen it and know of its its pretty um uniqueness and like quirkiness and and um, how how it's a slice of Americana and of, of American cinema, definitely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, one thing, I mean, since this is kind of more of a broad kind of show that we can do, mm -hmm. I mean, if you guys are out there listening, you know, I hope you guys enjoy Underrated. Um, I think it's kind of tough for that one to get more ideas sometimes because, like, you kind of have to... to kind of just see like where that particular movie fits if it's known or is it underrated but with this one it's it's a lot easier because you know just like the show's title is it's like you haven't seen it so it's a lot easier if like ever you guys are like hey you know we want to recommend stuff go for it i think it's going to be a lot easier with this one as well because i mean there's a plethora of movies that are popular and known that you know if you guys want to recommend go for just don't recommend the Sandlot. Fuck that. I don't care about that movie. I will not watch it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alan hates, Alan hates popular comedy things. Okay. What about Midnight Mass? Sandlot's not a comedy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, but... That's only because... Yeah. Wait, which one, Sergio? Were you called the Hambino? Were you called the Hambino as a kid? Is that why? No, I just I just didn't get it. I was like, fuck <laughs> this. I'd rather watch, like, Batman in the Animated Series or some shit. <laughs> I just was like... I just wasn't interested in, like... Like like stuff like that growing i think too because like the, the movies i watched my everyone introduced me to like other shit they were like no don't watch that what's this or whatever but no i just i didn't care for it i just yeah. if, that, if that episode comes up you haven't seen it just don't give a fuck about that movie that yeah. one 
Is you're the, the only one. Movie... That's why we're not gonna have it because you're the only Perfect. one that's never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just that's my only thing is like the 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 out of all the movies because I think me and Derek were talking about it the other day. We're like, you know, um, I think we we're talking about TV shows where yeah, The Office or something like that, and then Doctor Who. You haven't seen it, but yeah, but yeah, that that is the so number this is one. Your doc- this is your Doctor Who to Derek. Or- Derek, I've seen like I've seen Derek Doctor Who. Doctor That's Who? the difference. Mm-hmm. I've fucking seen enough Doctor Who to last a goddamn lifetime. <laughs> I think my well, movie. I, and I mean, like three episodes of that is what I mean. <laughs> yeah. No, I, no, my movie. Like, like, I, yeah. like, there's TV show and there's my movie that, that I'm like I will not watch yeah. because you haven't seen that. Like, <laughs> like Parks and Rec in the Office. Those are my TV versions. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not gonna watch them. And then the Sandlot is my movie version. Where I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna watch. I feel the same way with the Office. Well, it's just like sorting through the good episodes. You might as well just go on YouTube and look up like Office funny moments or some shit like I that. I think I feel the same way about about Friends. I've seen like bits and pieces of it. You haven't but... seen Friends. Yeah, <laughs> but they were there for you. You haven't seen. Friends. Oh my god. They weren't there for me. But yeah. Um, just watch the episodes with Paul Rudd in it. Uh, but yeah, I I understand where you're coming from. Alrighty, guys. So with that, uh, we bid you adieu. And yeah, check out our other show, Underrated. If you yeah, haven't, check already. out Underrated. Mm-hmm. It's underrated the right now. Of this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thanks for the discussion, and and uh, we'll see you for the next movie. See you in another life. Thanks for being amazing. Goodbye. Bye-bye.